you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are Going In Smackdown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and the notify bell next to you. You know what YouTube needs to implement, Larson? They need to implement. Oh, where'd it start? They need to. Well, yeah, I know. But they need to implement a subscriber, an unsubscriber survey. Why oh, are you, an exit survey. An exit survey. Yeah, like Patreon has. Why are you unsubscribing yes, from Steven Larson? That would be handy. And then, so we get a reason. <laughs> Probably the most common be YouTube made me do it. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, non-consensual <laughs> for YouTube. Anyways, um, so yeah, we can be found on the YouTube. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Make sure you're still subscribed to Going In Raw if you want to be uh, we're also available wherever all the fine podcasts can be found, including, of course, CastBox. We have a great partnership with CastBox. Ooh, what is this? True Crime Guys. That looks like cool. Oh, have you ever listened to that Missing Richard Simmons podcast? No. Apparently he was missing, but then like the entire thing, he, he wasn't really. He just sort of became a recluse a little bit. Oh, okay. Remember Richard Simmons? Yeah. Crazy little exercise guy? Yeah. Anyways, uh... We went well past the 600 comments on yeah, our CastBox. Almost 700 now. Let's, let's aim for 700 by the end of the week. Okay, so let's hit up CastBox. Yes. It's free on iOS and Android. Uh, go to Going In Raw, sub to us, and then leave us a comment. And it might be read right here on the show. Uh, let's see here. Here oh, we go. Per- no, go ahead. Dylan, I only got this for you guys. There's three many reasons why you're my favorite wrestling podcast. Two sweet friendos. Thanks. Oh, here's a great one. Brendo. Zach Bennett. I only found your show because it was featured on CastBox after you started your partnership with them, and now it's the only pro wrestling podcast I should be listening to right here on CastBox. That's true. But seriously, you guys are great, and I really enjoyed the show. Thanks, Frendo. Thanks, Frendo. Hey, Zach. Wow. Thanks, Frendo. Thanks, Frendo. Anyways, um, <clears throat> we're also available at uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We were um, discussing in the pre-show... A variety of subjects. So at the $5 and up a month mark, um, you get to check out these recap shows as live streams with the pre-show and a post-show. When the link works. When the link works, yes, correct. Sometimes it's a rocky boat, but it's a fun party we're, boat. We're getting up there in years. We're st- we, we don't really know how to use technology these this days. This is what it's like, man. This is what it's like. to Like, like ask me to program a VCR, I got you. Yeah, 
yeah. that I can do. So like with this, it, it's mainly just remembering all the stuff we yeah. do. Remembering all blinking stuff. at us now. What's that? Oh, yeah. Again, I have no control over that whatsoever. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just making you aware of it. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. There's a lot of things going on here. Yeah, I know. It's all bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> so it's like a, 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 an array of lights yeah. on the deck. The, we also the, the bridge have, of the Starship Enterprise. We also have something very special this week happening for five dollar net patrons. We're gonna. It's our very special episode of non news. Oh, because we do non news. We're going to do a review, a reaction or review of Enzo's new video, Phoenix. Um, so, yeah. It, it might be pretty short. <laughs> it's probably going to be pretty short. Anyways, no, we're not going to do like a, like we're going to watch it as we're reacting to it. It's going to be a reaction thing. We're going to talk about it while I, we're I while have to reacting through that to that song it. again? Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. Hey, dude, this is our job, man. You don't always talking get to do about, what you want to do. Talking about wrestling as our job. He's not a wrestler anymore. That you know of, Impact might pick them up tomorrow, man. That'll, well, that'll go on our list of things they should not have done. Yeah. That's our count, that's our count out this week is the Impact. It's an Impact-focused. Impact celebration. Duo of count-out episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll do really well. Right, exactly. It'll be great. Um, anyways, uh, and then we're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. I think this weekend they're having a sale. Yeah, Friday through Monday. I think buy five, five, get one free. No, well, not, that's not the term. It's buy five, get 25% oh, off your entire okay, order. Okay, all right. I kind of want to do the math on that. Hold on a second. If you buy five, usually like well, five, bucks. and it's usually a twenty dollars one, so that'd be a hundred dollars. So it'd be twenty five dollars off. So it'd be a little bit more than one. Wow, food. you get a you get like a shirt and a quarter off, a shirt point two five and off. like a sleeve. Yeah, a shirt and a sleeve off exactly for free. So it's a good deal. So if you have a third arm, <laughs> yeah, you can attach that to your free shirt, right? And it'll have its own sleeve. Yeah, that's way too confusing. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. Very exciting stuff. No, we were talking in the pre-show what our shoot and kayfabe cars are. Mike, because I just got a car. What are you laughing at? I was waiting for someone. I brought some green tea in to drink today. And I was waiting for someone to ask the question that Alex C. just asked. Whether if I was drinking urine. <laughs> it, well, that's, just, that's so... If, you know that if that's urine, that's so gross. That means whoever's urine this is... Well, I mean, they're extremely dehydrated. Desperately needs water. And it's actually pretty impressive. That's like... Two, if that's the case, and that's like a good two days worth of urine. That's like... Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. It's not as green tea. Oh, 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 okay. So just I like that you threw that out there before you started drinking the pee-pee. Well, I'm not Kevin Costner from Waterworld. Yeah, I'm that's not what, drinking yeah. pee. Ugh, so gross. Anyways. Or uh, didn't, uh, what's his face? Uh, the other guy who used to pee in jars. Howard Hughes? But he didn't drink it. No, he just he peed just in jars. He just peed in the jars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I learned stuff from history. Anyways, what would your kayfabe car be? Again with that. Again. Um... You don't like Kit? Somebody suggested oh, Kit. Oh, Kit's for you. good, Kit but only great. with only with like a Tesla engine in it, because I want it to be I want it to be like you know economically or sorry ecologically sound. Okay. So well, that's not going to happen. Although I'm sure the modern day Kit. Well, I know they did that show recently, but it was like a Mustang. Uh huh. I should have made it a Tesla. <laughs> Isn't the Elon Musk going crazy these days? No, oh, I don't. I know. sort of heard various Twitter things that he's like going crazy. I don't he know. was like calling out the press on Twitter. Mm. He's a weirdo. They're all weirdos, man. They're all just freaking weird. Everybody's a weirdo. You know what I mean? Anyways, I got a new car. Moving on. Let's talk about SmackDown. Yeah. It was man. actually really fun. It was a, actually a really fun episode of yeah. SmackDown. I was really Good into stuff. it. It's kicked off with Samoa Joe coming to the ring with a freaking biblical, he had a Bible with him. 
He uh, got out I a don't ladder. Think he had a Bible with him. Well, he's, he was speaking a lot of biblical talk, yeah, he man. Was, it was his his promo. Jacob's was, ladder and yeah, whatnot. That was great. He referenced Jacob's ladder. So he goes into the ring, produces a ladder, puts it in the ring, scales a ladder, grabs a money in the bank briefcase. Apparently, he's Mister Money in the Bank now. Yeah. Um, and then he dropped this promo talking about Jacob's ladder, um, uh, and pretty much saying, I think this prophecy, he's winning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he said, you know, but this time there will be no angels singing or no smiling angels or whatever. There will be no road to heaven. It will just be me or something like that. And then he calls out Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan's wife and saying, when they look at you and say, "What? who did this to you? You're going to say it's a bad man named Samoa Joe. Yeah. It well, was all very eloquent. He referenced to Daniel Bryan's child, too. Right, yeah. And Daniel Bryan came out with a head of steam saying, Didn't don't like go there. that. You don't cross that line. You don't yeah. talk about my family. And he wants to throw down right now. Yeah. So why wait for the main event? Let's brawl. And I love this Samoa Joe without even saying a word. He just he, 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 he collapses the ladder, puts it out. He's ready to throw down. Daniel Bryan gets in. They're ready to throw down. I have a big smile on my face because I know these two are like probably best friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're just having so much fun. Ooh, we finally get to do something. Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, we get to do something. And then freaking yeah. Cass's music hits. Yeah. He comes out with his goofy suit. And this one crutch. seemed to fit him better, though. The Mildly. Sleeves, the sleeves weren't as Slightly. Short. Anyways, he was coming out. I kind of like I kind of like Cass's uh, shit talk. I kind it because he gets in this really whiny voice. Oh, that that, that I can do without. It kind of makes me like. It reminds me of it reminds me of Adam Sandler back when he was funny. Back when Adam that Sandler was a long time ago. It, it was a really long time. It's like but 20 years ago. I used to do this voice, and it made me. I don't kind of. It's not bad. I know, and it made me laugh. So that aspect of it made me laugh. Because right. Sandler was pretty funny back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Um, so anyways, he comes out and then he does what we kind of figured what would happen. We says, I never, you know, I got denied my, my money in the bank qualifying shot. I want my match me versus Joe. Um, and Daniel Bryan's upset about that. And Cass says, guess what? I'm cleared. Throws the, the crutch aside that he came out with. And, uh, then he goes after Daniel Bryan and Joe. Didn't he blast somebody with the, with the crutch? He Oh, maybe he did. thought he did that. Well, then he blasted both of them with the briefcase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He laid out everybody. Yeah. He stands tall to end the segment. Yeah, kind of a bummer that we get. Look, I like Big Cass. I really do. I just, I don't necessarily miss him when he's gone. And I kind of don't want him in the middle. Like, look, I would I would have, I actually would have really loved and had preferred last night in the main event, Big Cass to go over. Because then we might have gotten Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe in a feud. And maybe we'd have seen that match at Money in the Bank. That's what I would have really preferred because I just want to see those two guys go at it. Every moment we have Daniel Bryan is a gift and a treasure. Mm-hmm. And so it should be treated as such. Money in the Bank should have been Daniel Bryan's Moa Joe. But we didn't get that. No, instead. I'm actually way happier to Samoa Joe than the Money in the Bank match. Why, Cass. though? Really? Yeah. Samoa Joe would be an awesome uh, guy to carry that briefcase. But here's the thing. There's, there's already at least three people, four people. Who would be awesome carrying that yeah, case? That's why I'm actually really excited for it. Because pretty much if anybody anybody who wins that match, I'm gonna be excited about the prospect. Not everybody, but pretty much everybody. You so you'd rather see Daniel Bryan versus Cass than Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe? No, but I'd rather see Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe down the line with a really good build. Yeah. Well I They've already invested time in building up this Daniel Bryan Cass feud. I might not really it might not be my thing. Yeah. But uh, I'm guessing that this money in the bank match when Daniel Bryan goes over is going to be the blow off. And that's going to be that. I would Until hope so. Until they start the build up for Daniel Bryan versus the Miz part one of their feud in the SummerSlam. Yeah. 
I just every like I I, I view every Daniel Bryan I understand. match I understand. as I understand his that. last one, especially in this one when he did that thing where he climbed up the the turnbuckles and kind of lost his footing a little bit. I know. I know exactly. Course correct. Course correct off Samoa Joe, essentially, so he didn't fall. So, I mean, that's my thing, is that Money in the Bank is kind of aiming to be the fifth big Mm pay-per-view. And I I totally get that we're only a couple weeks out from it. But we've had lesser builds than that for big matches. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, the writing was on the wall. We knew this was going to happen, you know, two weeks ago. That being said, when I see it, when I see Big Cass coming out to interrupt a match that I really, really want to see, and then he gets added, um, or you know, gets changed well, to be a they, triple threat. They, they add him because they are saving Joe versus Daniel Bryan for a major show. You would think, yeah. You would hope. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, the way SmackDown, how do we know we're going to get that? The way, well, I know we, we can't predict injuries, but the way SmackDown has been handling their creative, I fully expect that match to happen. Assuming no one gets hurt within the next year. I would like to, I would like to think that. Assuming Daniel Bryan resigns. But if I have something in front of me, I'm just I would I would just take it instead of Daniel Bryan versus Cass. What if Daniel Bryan gets injured in that Cass match? Yeah. And then pff, he's gone. I much rather would have happened with a Samojo match. That's my point. So anyways, uh let's see here. So anyways, next we get a uh, Paige's backstage um talking to who's who's she talking? She was talking to somebody anyways, Mandy and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville walk up to her. They say, why is Asuka getting all these opportunities handed to her? Yeah. We should be getting opportunities. We used to be Absolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Paige says, you want opportunity? Here, Mandy Rose versus Asuka tonight. Mm-hmm. She said, Asuka, she didn't lose for like three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she deserves a title shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because she lost once doesn't take away the fact that she was the most dominant wrestler in WWE for like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also uh, says during this segment, she walks away from them, walks up to, was it Renee Young? Yes, it was Renee Young. Q interview, all in one shot. I like when they do this. Well, I liked it better because it was an Aaron Sorkin-esque walking shot, too. Yeah, exactly. Paige had no time to stop. She said, she didn't even say, she just, like, nudged her with her, and they started walking. Yeah. And here's the thing. Walking while reciting lines... Ain't easy. It's probably a lot more difficult than just standing still and doing mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. So kudos to freaking Paige and, yeah. and what's-her-face, Renee Young, Renee for, Young, for yeah. nailing that. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was good. So Renee Young asked uh, Paige about what had just happened in the previous segment, and she said, well, everybody involved has a legitimate claim to be uh, in this qualifying match, so I'm going to make it a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So main event will be Joe versus Daniel Bryan versus Kath. Yeah. Uh, next, Shinsuke Nakamura who earlier on we saw walking through the hallways with uh, sheets of paper with numbers printed on them. Oh, I like that. that counting up to 10. I like that he's got, now that we're entering sort of a new phase of this feud with AJ Styles, he's transitioning into a new hook. Yeah. You know, before, he likes numbers. Before it was just talking about knees to face and low blows. Now he's he likes numbers. He's a numbers guy. He's a numbers guy. And who better to take on than, you know, the true number guy of WWE. Yeah. The perfect 10. The perfect number guy. Exactly. He pretty much yeah. has your haircut now. Should I get some yeah. lines? Yes. Really? 100% yes. We should make that like a predictions loss. Okay. If I get lines. Money in the bank, I'll get lines. Good. I like my that. Hair. And then you can do that. You can like do the lines. No. You know how to do, do you lines? Want the, do you want them to be straight lines or can they be a little crooked? It doesn't really matter. It's going right. to look stupid either way. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Can <laughs> I give you a couple on your eyebrows too? What do you do with Ty Dillinger and his hair, man? Because it looks terrible. I don't think it looks terrible. I feel like he's trying something and it's really not working and it's just not going to be I good. I feel like it's an improvement of how, over how it was when he had the man bun. None of it's good. But I don't know really how to fix that. I feel like instead It doesn't of, matter. He's I'm, never on TV. I feel like instead of having it parted and, and falling over his forehead, he needs to come it back some. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then I think it would work better. 
Maybe. What if he does like the Phil Collins thing where it was like just one line? It was like a landing strip, but on his head mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like he has hair back here. But he seems to have a good head of hair. So you, you want to. What if he just shaves the number 10 in his head? Okay. That'd be good. Yeah. And then he goes like this. Yeah. Or he'll just, just have to go like this and say 10. Well, instead it's... of having the laminated uh, 10, he pulls out his trunks. Yeah. He can just do 10. It like this. Like that. Anyways, Shinsuke Nakamura took on. This is a really fun match. This is a really fun match. I love the story of this. So Shinsuke was trying to beat the crap out of Ty Dillinger to the point where Ty Dillinger's on the ground, uh, incapacitated, where Shinsuke will then start. He starts counting to 10. Yeah. And Ty, through his sheer grit and determination, Mm -hmm. kept on getting up before Shinsuke reached 10 and would royally piss off Shinsuke every single time. I, I really liked that. I thought it was and good. In fact, at one moment when Nakamura was counting 10, Ty got up and did that right Because Shinsuke face. got to nine yeah. and then turns around to do 10 and he realizes he's up and he goes, 10. 10. And then Ty follows that up with, come on. That was really, yeah, because Shinsuke goes for a clothesline. He rolls, gets up and says, come on. It was a really strong showing for Ty Dillinger. I, the, I don't know if they still do, but these guys used to travel together. Yeah, I know. They seem like they're best friends. Mm-hmm. Like throughout all their their Instagrams and mm-hmm. stuff, there's this picture after picture after picture of these two together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I think that this was something really nice for Ty. They probably spent a couple days on the road discussing how they wanted this match to play out, or at least a good chunk of an afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was good on you know good on Shinsuke uh, for giving some making his buddy look really good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and good on Ty Dillinger for convincing somebody to put him on TV. Yeah. Hopefully he can do that. He just more took often. the Twitter a little bit. What's that? At least kayfabe wise, he just took the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Started calling out Nakamura, maybe because Nakamura seemed like he was trying to steal his 10 gimmick. Do you think that, yeah. No, they should do is mm-hmm. make Ty the special guest referee for that match. That's going a bit more. That's, that's doing a bit much. That'd be awesome. Well, how about this? He's special guest referee, turns on AJ, yeah. joins Chaos 2.0. Yeah. WWE version of Chaotic. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. I, I like, like that. that. Anyways, Nakamura picks up the win with a Kinshasa after the bell. He hits another on tie. Back of his head, too. Yeah. Ooh, that was nasty. And then he got his 10 count finally. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got an AJ Styles interview uh, where he's uh, talking about Shinsuke Nakamura, saying, uh, you know, something must have snapped in Shinsuke mentally. He's, you know, he's changed. He's deranged. But I beat the odds all the time. I don't know. It was a fairly standard AJ interview. Yeah, but it was well delivered. It was good. Uh, next up, we had, ooh, highly anticipated, the Lana Naomi dance-off. Oh, this is entertaining. What? Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. I liked it. Yeah. It's a dance-off, man. Yeah, but here's the thing. They wisely... I can- still don't know if I like it. I like... Aiden English is so weird, and he's weird in a way that I don't know if I like it. You sound like a WWE executive right now. Oh, tell me why. Because I, one of the reasons I read that they want to break up Rusev Day is because, I don't know if it's Vince or people right below Vince or whom exactly, didn't like Aiden English's like appearance, his look, his aesthetic. I like everything about him. I, you know what I don't like? I don't like the rapping. Oh, that doesn't bother me. It's really nerdy. It's like super nerdy. We watch wrestling for a living. I know. I do a Star Trek podcast. So I'm not going to say for a living because I don't make any money off that. Yeah. But I do do that. Yeah. But I'm saying I wouldn't. Do you want to see yourself on the TV? No. I don't no. want to see you on the TV. No, but that's, not a, that's also not an aspiration of mine. 
Right. I never thought I'd be on YouTube. Right You're missing my point right now. Okay. I'm not sure I want to see nerdiness on the TV. That's my point. Well, why would people, anybody ever watch our show then? Well, they all like to see nerdiness because they okay. like nerdiness too. See, I, here's my thing though. Without Ang- Aiden English doing the Rusev Day song and now uh, incorporating the Lana is the best, Lana's number one, yeah. Rusev would not be over to the degree he is. That's true. He's a huge part in the Rusev Day Yeah, I agree. I'm not capping on Aiden English, man. I'm so just asking the question, do I like him or not? And I don't know the answer to oh, these all questions. Right. You don't, I don't always have the answers. Did man. he ruin the dance-off for you? No. No, everything after him singing I really like. He yeah. looks cool. There's something yeah. about it that looks cool. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't get why like WWE would have a problem, if the rumors are true, with, with his presentation. I don't know why WWE does, does anything they yeah, do. Yeah, I know. You know, it's all weird. It's like they don't realize a huge, massive aspect of, 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 of why one of your stars is as popular as what they are. Yeah. And they want to separate... Aiden English from the Rusev Day thing, apparently, if this is true, mm-hmm. for kind of a silly reason. I'll believe it when I see it, man. No, I know. It kind of feels like one of those things that might have been a thing and then isn't a thing, although I guess we'll see after Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. because they haven't even been teasing it. They teased it that first time, that very first time, and then completely dropped it. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, well, hold on a second, let's actually build to this. But then that would surprise me, because they don't really build anything here. No. No. I don't know. That's but why anyway. your assertion, they're like, they're saving Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe for a much better opportunity. Really? <laughs> I don't think no, they I are. think they are. I Really? I think that, well, I, mean, I think they might stumble into it, but no, I don't I think, think do you think they have a whiteboard? Oh, no, board? I, don't, I don't think it's plotted out. Do you think they have out? a whiteboard? No, 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 they're no, like, oh, we're going to get to that. I don't think it's plotted out over the next oh, eight months. Oh, man. Come on. But if they have an opportunity, I know they've given away ton of, tons of pay-per-view quality matches on free TV. Mm-hmm. Which I'm fine with. I like watching. Oh, I don't have a problem with it either, per se. But I just felt like once I saw Cash show up, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to save Joe versus Daniel Bryan for a larger moment. If 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 Joe versus Daniel Bryan happens at SummerSlam, that would be fantastic and amazing, and I'll be like, okay, wow, maybe they actually did save this. But I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't really believe that they're they build anything or save anything for anything. They just sort of what's going on this week. We'll put these two. Oh, no, I kind of feel like, given the last three or four weeks of SmackDown, it seems like they kind of have a direction. I feel like I kind of know, in a certain sense, where they're going to be going with certain aspects. Of the I story hope so. Line. That'd be nice. Anyways, back to this dance off. They kept it short. Yeah, Each they competitor did. Yeah. got one minute to to dance. Yeah, and uh, and the applause of the crowd, I guess, would determine the winner. Hmm. Um. Uh, Naomi was accompanied by the Usos. Yes. Um, Lana was introduced and accompanied the ring by Rusev and Aiden English. Correct. Lana went first. Mm-hmm. Naomi went second. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, um, rather than uh, uh, there's a show of apparent sportsmanship, they hugged. They did, they did the kid and play, mm-hmm. which I'm always a fan of. Yeah. Um, and then they stood back to back, and then Lana dropped Naomi with a neckbreaker. Yeah. How do you not like that? That was great. It's a, and then man. she got on top of Naomi, fast hands. Yeah. Um, the Usos toss. Rusev and English from the ring. Um, Naomi hit review on Lana, and I think next week it was announced. How'd you like Aiden English getting in the getting rolled over almost by the uh, because Lana started doing the fast hands and the Usos didn't move to like stop her because that would be like you know intergender I guess. Yeah, but Ru- Rusev went over to pull Lana off. Rusev did, but and then Aiden English tried to help and he fell down and they almost rolled oh, over. Oh, I didn't him notice that in a little like half comedic spot, which I thought was pretty cute. Um, but then, yeah, Rusev pulled Lana off, um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, just we're getting a, a six-person six mixed tag match next week. Yeah, Usos and Naomi versus 
Lana and Rusev Day. Yeah, I like that. I think that's yeah. good. I mean, I just, you know, neither Rusev nor Lana are going to win Money in the Bank. Doesn't seem that way. So I hope, you know, I'm just hoping that that's not going to be the impetus for them breaking up Aiden English from them. I know. I don't see how it could be. I know. he was. He's going to have zero, you know, nothing about that match is going to involve Aiden English. So they shouldn't use that Unless as Unless the they try to shoehorn in where Rusev's, Rusev's like on the precipice of winning oh, or something and Aiden that. English comes out to try to help him and ends up costing the match. He's so, Rusev like is so they, – they have so many other bigger names in that match that I would be really surprised if they do that. Um, next, the New Day backstage mm-hmm. walking towards uh, the ramp. The next part of this is the better part. Yeah, and then they, we cut to Thebar – and the Miz and Thebar is throwing pancakes at the Miz. He has his his bandana, yeah, pulled down below his eyes. So blindfold, he's like karate chopping like the pancakes, playing Fruit Ninja. As yes, I thought that I started cracking up when yeah, I saw that. Yeah, pretty funny. I started laughing about that. That was good. Um, and after a commercial break, we got New Day versus Thebar and the Miz. This was fantastic. This was a fantastic match. Is this just me, or is I mean, I know I don't pay attention half the time. Kofi Kingston seems to be like. Coming up with new shit all the time. There were some things in this match that, granted, maybe he's done them before, but I know he hasn't been doing them for very long. There were a couple things. Okay, so, like, what was was it last week when he jumped off the shoulder? When he yeah, like, yeah, 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 off of Cesaro. Off of, that was fantastic. Yeah. This week, there were a couple different moves that I was like, whoa, did not see that coming. It is such a testament to the New Day that they are coming up with new things oh, yeah. to do in the ring. They're not just resting on their laurels Xavier wrestling Xavier Woods did something different to, uh, yesterday, too. Yeah. He did, like, a springboard move to the outside. Yeah. I don't remember him doing it before. Yeah. There's, and there's also, and, like, and to the delight of the crowd, too, because one of those moves that I thought could have been a finish, um, which it ended up not being, Oh, um, was the, it was a tandem move. The, the Big E gave someone a Uranagi. Yeah. And then Xavier Woods does the, like, the backbreaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've done that before. Yeah. They did it in Hell in the Cell, like, under the floor. That was stiff. Okay. Um, yeah, was, yeah, no, I thought a great there move. was some other move that they did in tandem, and I forget what it was. Um, but the crowd was like, whoa. Like, mm-hmm. there was an audible gasp, kind mm-hmm. of, from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That, that is something else, man. They could, pff, they could coast. But these guys, like especially like Kofi and like Xavier and, and all three of them, yeah, they're like doing interesting things. Like it's kind of like Cesaro. Like I haven't noticed it from him as much, but when especially when Cesaro was on his solo run before he hooked up with Sheamus, like every time he would come to the ring, even if it was a small thing, he would do new things. Yeah, and it was really fascinating to watch somebody continue to to hone their craft. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was a good match. Fantastic match. In the end, uh, Big E picked up the the win, pinning Miz after Mm -hmm. the big ending. Yeah. Um, And afterwards, uh, all three members of New Day stood below the briefcases, pointing at it, Mm -hmm. kind of teasing an announcement of some sort of who is going to be the New Day's representative in the Money in the Bank. It's got to be Big E, right? It's got to be Big E. You'd think so, since he picked up the win in this match. Although Xavier Woods has been putting on some really great performances of late. I know. It's one of, it's either of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, we've been hearing for a little bit that they have huge things in mind for Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Again, I'll believe that when I see it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it, though. I'd love for it to be Big E, man. Imagine if he pulled that briefcase off the ladder in the Money in the Bank match. I know. And then the New Day free birding, essentially. Yeah. The briefcase. The cash in. I know. 
Boy, that'd be something else. That would be that would be so interesting. Why don't they do that? I know. Uh, next up, we had an interview with uh, Gallows and Anderson, conspicuously not being referred to as a club anymore. The Good oh, they haven't, they haven't referred to them as a club in a long time. In a little time. while, I know. Um, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson. And uh, Carl Anderson's obviously been going to the gym. They made reference to that. Uh, what's his face? Gallows referred to his best friend, Carl Abs Anderson. And Carl unleashed his abs yeah, on the world. Yeah, his vest up, showed off those abs. Looked great. Yeah, he's in great shape. And uh, they were talking about their match, their upcoming loss against the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. About money in the bank. They Ooh. called them nerds, and after they did so, Carl Anderson is, is notices something off camera, looks to the TV next to him, and it starts going all staticky, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to, you know, through some sort of magic, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, well, I think they just changed the inputs in the production truck. Well, I don't even think they did that. They probably just pressed the button. I think the inputs were already in place. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You yeah, know, you hit the button, you're no, changing the No, from a input. production aspect, I understand it, but kayfabe. Oh, kayfabe-wise, magic. I didn't understand Bludgeon Brothers were a supernatural force. I thought they... Well, yeah, man, they're part of the Wyatts. They have teleportation. No, but they've, they're, not, they're not associated with Bray Wyatt anymore. They were. Yeah. They, they took that info. At no point since they've come out as Bludgeon Brothers have they shown any supernatural tendencies. Well, they did when they were the Wyatts. Doesn't mean but they're they not haven't Wyatts needed anymore. to, have they? They haven't they're needed to. Wyatts Situations anymore. have they not necessitated themselves them. from the Wyatts, even when they were members of the Wyatts. I see unto themselves them possessing any sorts of powers. They didn't need to use them, but they had them. Makes sense. All they have now is giant hammers. And evidently some sort of magical powers, no, they man. Have friends Fine. in production truck. You explain it kayfabe. That's your kayfabe explanation? That's a terrible explanation. No, kayfabe it has to be supernatural power. You're a horrible person. Sense. It doesn't make any sense. This is one. What do they say? I didn't even want. I didn't, I didn't I, pay I attention. Saw this. They're, they're in Bray Wyatt territory. I don't really pay attention to what they say because it's nonsense. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. Well, they're going to win against the non-club. Yeah, I know. Against the formerly known as club. Anyways, after that, we had Mandy Rose with her sultry entrance and then Asuka with her interrupted entrance. Yeah, Sonya Deville laid her out. Thank God they. it wasn't Sonya Deville in this match because I did not want to see those damn strobe lights anymore. Oh, those are great. This is a good no. match, though. I really enjoyed this. Um, Mandy Rose is a good little wrestler. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's good stuff that she's doing out mm-hmm. there. Anyways, decent little story. Of course, obviously, Sonya Deville took out Asuka, like you said. And then Oscar. Uh, so, you know, she kept on yelling at the ref, ring the bell, ring the damn bell. You know, I am what I am. I'm injured. Yeah, that hurt. But I'm here to fight. Yeah. And then she did. Mandy Rose had the upper hand pre-commercial break. After the commercial break, Oscar gains the upper hand, ends up tapping her out to the Oscar lock. Yeah. Uh, Carmella was on commentary the yeah. entire time. She gets in the ring, face off. Carmella. She holds moon, belt up. Moonwalks out. Then moonwalks out. Yes. And then leaves. Yeah. And while Oscar uh, is still selling uh, the effects of not only the match but the uh, pre-match beatdown, courtesy of Sonya Deville. Yes. Quality match. Looking forward to Mella in the bank. Yes. Next. Charlotte and Becky Lynch backstage watching, yeah, apparently, what was unfolding. Watching it all go down. Uh, Paige comes up to him. Oh, they start arguing because uh, Charlotte is picturing in her mind um, the results of Money in the Bank, herself winning. Um, They're vision questing. Yeah, kind of. They're not <laughs> out in the desert or anything, but <laughs> right. kind of. Right, exactly. They, they, they should get the, what are those called? The, the vision boards? Yeah. That's what they should be making. Um, so Charlotte says she's going to Money in the Bank. Asuka's going to beat uh, Carmella, set mm-hmm. up a WrestleMania rematch. And then uh, Becky says, no, you're looking at a wall. Yeah. Look over to your left a bit a bit more. And there you will see Becky Lynch winning Money in the Bank. They argue a little bit. Mm-hmm. Paige enters, says, you know, hey, it's a team 
PCB. PCB reunion. Let's do the T thing. They don't do it. Yeah, I was disappointed by that. And then uh, she leaves, and it's later announced that we're going to get Charlotte versus Becky Lynch next week. Paige is killing it, dude. Yeah, she's doing a great job. She's really good. She's doing a fantastic job. Uh, Next, also backstage, Andrade. El Idolo! Cien Almas exits. I wish they put up a sign on his door that said, Andrade Cien Almas locker room, not men's locker room. (laughs) He's, you know, he's got these nice suits, all right. the, the promos before he right. debuted, and he's in like fancy cars or yeah. you know, like an Escalade or something. Yeah. Why don't they just put a placard over that door that says Andrade Cien Almas Locker What room. kind of manager is Zelina Vega? That can't score her client a private locker Andrade room. Andrade Almas has to change in the same locker room where there's a bunch of old naked dudes with their nasty hanging balls there. After they've had a, you know, uh, uh, a match, a match, yeah. At the, I just figure it's a gym locker room. Yeah, I know. Like it's Planet Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he he exits. He how is how is she supposed to like confer with her client in private? Yeah. When there's a bunch of old hairy naked balls hanging around, come on now. Yeah. Private locker room. Private locker room. He exits the men's locker room. He is approached by Sin Cara. Ah. Sin Cara tries to strike up a conversation. Yeah. Um, Zelina Vega sees what's happening. She's like, why are you talking to my client? And Sin Cara says, well, you know, Andrade and I, we go way back. We go way back. You know, just yeah. catching up. Yeah, man. And then she says, no. Yeah. You're not talking to him. No, and then, no bueno. And then Sin Cara says, come on, Andrade. He's like, is this, is this going to stand? And he looks at Vega. He looks at Sin Cara. And uh, I have no idea what he said. Yeah, I don't either. He spoke Spanish. I assume he said something like, you know, GTFO, Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. You're a big old loser. Yeah. You know, there's two different types of L's in Spanish. There's yeah. L and then there's AA, yeah. which is two L's. Yeah. I know that. I took Spanish. Well, which would be loser? What's loser in Spanish? I don't know. I'm going to find out right now. Loser in Spanish. Oh, that's funny. It's Sin Cara. Perdedor. Perdedor. Perdedor? Eres un perdedor. I don't remember him saying that. But in any yeah, event, I don't remember that either. In any event. In any event. We're getting Sin Cara versus Almas. Gee, I wonder who's going to win that one. Hey, that's cool, though. It's not another local jobber. Yeah. You know. So, good for Sin Cara getting on TV next week, probably. Yeah. Um, or at least the week after that. Yeah. Uh, next up, our main event, Samoa Joe. Versus Cass versus started, Daniel like, Bryan. Half hour left in the show. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. But there was two commercial breaks during this match, and I don't like that. Well, it's better than it started. Like, remember the Cena Nakamura one started like with twenty minutes left in the show. Yeah, so more. There's a much more bigger chunk. This is a this is a but long, we longish like, match. Five minutes of it. That's my contention. Well, with commercial that's, breaks. That's how it is every week, man. And it's, it's bogus. No different than any other week. Bogus. If you kick things off with a half hour, we got like a good. Anyways, it was a quality match. A lot of, of a, match. a lot of a lot of uh, twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, fun match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Cass wasn't asked to do much beyond just hit clubbing blows on Samoa Joe and just do what he is good at doing. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe kind of carried the rest of the story. Yeah, pretty much. I was always excited when it was Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. Oh yeah. And Big Cass would come in and play spoiler. Yeah. That makes me think that they got something planned for Joe and Daniel Bryan because they're I to, hope so. They're building up anticipation for I it. I hope so. Um, towards the end, Daniel Bryan hits Cass with a knee plus, mm-hmm. um, goes for the pin, 
Joe, I think this was the second or third attempt going for the Coquina clutch. Mm-hmm. Gets in on Daniel Bryan to break up the pin. Of course, Cass is laid out because of the knee. Yeah. Can't break, up, uh, break it up. Um, uh, Joe has the Coquina clutch locked in. Daniel Bryan passes out. Joe picks up the win. Sure took that ref long enough. They need to get a bit more consistent with that. Sometimes they go for a bit, uh, like a couple of these, yeah. like with the arm. Well, he Daniel Bryan was struggling for a while. When he stopped struggling, that's he was struggling for a while. But then he was out for a while too. You can't be, in, you can't have the airflow cut off to your brain for too long. No, before really bad things start happening. Yeah, that causes that causes problems. Thankfully, it's wrestling. It's all fake, so he was fine. Yeah. So afterwards, Joe leaves. Um, Cass hits a boot. To Daniel Bryan. Sometimes I noticed during this match, sometimes the camera people like totally anticipate because, you know, when like somebody breaks up a pinfall or a submission, the camera usually goes a little wider. Mm -hmm. At one point when Joe had uh, Daniel Bryan was before the finish, but he had him like almost in the coquina clutch or he had something going on. The camera went out like that and nothing happened and went back in. (laughs) Stop anticipating. Yeah, don't anticipate because sometimes when someone just jumps in from out of frame. (laughs) <laughs> right. That's nice. So, uh, uh, Cass, uh, yeah, Cass hits uh, Brian with that big boot. Yeah. After the match is over, so it looks like we're gonna get them at Money in the Bank. I wonder if there's gonna be any stipulation in this match. Probably That's a good not. It's not like Cass has any specialties. No. Besides lumbering and big boots mm-hmm. and strikes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. So but Daniel Bryan should challenge him to a submission match or like an I Quit match. No, I think considering there's a, the last man standing match at Money in the Bank between Nakamura and Styles, I think that's probably going to be the lone stipulation match. When yeah, you already but have a submission two, match. When you already have two ladder matches plus that, that's three Name stipulation matches. Name one submission that Cass has demonstrated he knows. No, exactly. That's why Daniel Bryan would say, I want a submission match. That gives him the obvious upper hand. Wouldn't Cass just say, I don't know any submissions. I don't want to do that match. Maybe he should learn one. Maybe he should. Maybe that should be Daniel Bryan's response. Maybe learn one. Learn wrestling. No, let's say just like that. Yeah. Maybe you should learn one. Maybe you should learn one. Match is booked. No, it's not booked. It is booked. <laughs> anyway. I used to be GM. I booked it. Yeah, I booked it. It's my last act as GM. I looked at the future and saw I was going to be doing a battle with you. Booked a submission match. Anyways, let's answer some questions, Larson. Do we sure. have the? We're doing uh, trivia after this. Do we have the questions oh, no, anywhere? I'll, I'll take care of that. Find us a question, that? please. Okay. Uh, oh God! What a terrible question from Dylan the Villain Scribner. Uh, if you guys could shoot wrestle anyone in WWE, who would it be and why? Wow, probably nobody. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Big Cass, go after his knee. There you go. <laughs> Hope that he doesn't punch me first. Um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giraffe Master Robert Chacon. Out of the current roster, who do you want to be the ultimate commentator group for both Raw and SmackDown? Kevin Owens. No, well. What? The just account. of the announced teams that exist now? Well, this is current roster, so I think you can just continue with what you were saying. Oh, Kevin Owens. We, we, asked, we answered this, a similar question not that long ago. So let's do this. Let's take the pool of announcers yeah. and the pool of wrestlers. So I'll keep Corey Graves. Keep Corey Graves. I'll do, I'll do mine is this. Corey Graves, Nigel McGuinness. Todd Phillips and Samoa Joe. No, that's good. Can't top that. But Kevin, Kevin Owens in there too. <laughs> All right, because I, I really like 
Good yeah, Kevin Owens is great. GM Spud, hey, friend, does it seem like the roster on SmackDown is just yes. having more fun overall compared to the roster it on Raw? Does. It does. With the exception of Seth Rollins, yes. It absolutely does. It Seth really Rollins seems like he's having a blast. Seth, Finn, and Braun all seem like they're having a blast. But the entire vibe of SmackDown just feels more fun. Yeah. It really does. Uh, Raymond Earl, if you had to put Corey Graves on SmackDown or Raw permanently, which would you choose and why? Whichever, whichever show... Elias is on, which is raw right now. Corey Graves would follow Elias. This is what I'm going to say. Uh, given Tom Phillips and Corey Graves' chemistry. Ooh, good point. SmackDown, unless they bring Booker T back to Raw full time. Okay, all right. In which case, Corey Graves stays on Raw because he and Booker T are gold together. Well thought out answer. Well thought out answer. PJ Segundo. Still no sanity on SmackDown. What are some kayfabe reasons you guys think? They haven't shown up yet. They're the most- too busy doing chaos <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, they can never find the friggin' arena. They keep on showing up at full sail. They, well, no, they start making the way of the arena, and they're like, oh, here's a car we could turn over. Because <laughs> right. they have all of, like, that video package is like cars that are turned yeah. over. It's essentially, like, yeah, like, like garbage cans on fire, stuff like it's that. It's like post uh, championship uh, oh, wins. Yeah, yeah, celebration. Celebrations yes. in yeah. the city. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, turning cars over, lighting stuff on fire, that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. That's so what they're, they're doing. So they're doing that. Um, or another reason is they're, they're kayfabe waiting for Nikki Cross to be done with whatever she's doing. Oh, that they're could be. They're searching for Nikki Cross. Oh, that could be. They can't find her. Um, George Calloway, he was at the show uh, last night in the dark is match. Is he related to Mark? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he'll uh, respond on the follow up. Um, the match after the show was between Charlotte and Carmella. Fun match with some unique stuff I hadn't seen before. Some comedy spots, Charlotte's home crowd, and good all-around sports entertainment. Uh, his question is, do you guys have a favorite dark match you've Ooh, seen? Oh, man, I don't know. It wasn't a dark match, but that spot where Bray was hiding underneath the ring. Oh, good one. And then go sprinting out up yeah, the Yeah, that was fun. After cameras went off, that was hilarious. It was comedic. I don't think that Raw, we got a dark match. It was just a promo. And everybody beat up the Miz. Um, and then Bray went yeah, straight up the ring. Yeah, ramp. it was just a segment. Um, but if we're going to consider this live events period, only Lorcan versus Roderick Strong, the first NXT house show. Oh, we went to. good point. Man, that was a great match. You have a better memory than I do. Embryonic reflection. It is clear to see that Okada and AJ Styles are the two best wrestlers in the world at the moment. In that order, he says. With that being said, what would Styles need to do to eclipse Okada's god status? He'd Probably have go to, back to New Japan. It would be he'd have to find some way under the WWE's umbrella to get a six-star match out of Nakamura and then Daniel Bryan and then Samoa Joe. And then also go to Raw, Seth Rollins. Oh, man. That'd be great. Uh, Brad Fisher, who would win in a dance-off, Steve or Larson? Oh, yeah, I'll give that one to you. I'm fine with that. I got moves. You oddly have some rhythm. Um, oh, uh, the, Discord, the Discord Wolfpack underboss. I don't get the rest of his name. Oh, Jimmy Thomas. Uh, the superstar fact tonight was that Big Cass was pre-med in college. What wrestler would be the best and worst in kayfabe doctor? I feel like the Bludgeon Brothers would be the worst. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't feel like sanitation is high on their list of priorities. Good point. Um, they'd probably use their giant toy hammers as some sort of medical instruments. I feel like uh, 
in conjunction with that, I feel sanity would be terrible doctors mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. What's his face? Alexander Wolf sounds like a crazy doctor, like yeah. a, like a crazy. Like, oh, let's see what we can do with you today. I think he'd be the. Well, I mean, I will open your head. Wasn't wasn't John Cena one of his prior gimmicks a doctor of thugonomics? Oh, sorry. That's kind of like being a doctor of because you know you can get a doctorate in any number of subjects. Yeah, you know, but it's like oh, I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah, you know, still. He was a doctor. So. My doctorate is in economics. I'll say not. I'll say Johnson. He seems very thorough. No, that's a terrible answer. He would be on the worst list. No, I don't think he would be on the worst list. Yeah, well, thugonomics. That's not medical. I'm not using that doctorate as the basis. I'm saying the best and worst in I, kayfabe doctor. I think he'd be very thorough, very professional. I think Daniel I think Bryan, he'd have a very good bedside manner. Daniel Bryan would be best. He'd be like a holistic doctor. Well, no, he's done a lot of like research into heads. Yeah. So I would say that, you know, he knows a lot. No, that's a good answer. He'd be good doctor. Um, Anti-Hamalanian. I swear I feel so bad every time I try to do that name. Are there any female wrestlers who could join in the new day? I feel like it's so hard. It would be hard for anybody to join the new day and find a space to exist within the faction because the chemistry between those three guys yeah. is so good. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how anybody would be able to fit into all that. Yeah, I know. Seamlessly. I'm trying to think right now. I mean, because on a Matt chat a week or two ago, someone asked if, mm. if, if say, Big E were to leave, could No Way Jose come mm. in and take a spot? And in no way. No, no way, Jose. Because the chemistry between those three guys is so great. I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. could fit in and still make it work to as well as it does now. I yeah. could be wrong, but that would be my concern. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Master of Memes, Blake White. There's like dot, dot, dot. So I don't know if there's more to his name. Master of Memes. Oh, Blake Whitehouse. Uh... I was going to ask a wrestling-related question, but then I saw the new Pokemon game trailers, so I'll ask you this. Do you or your kids play Pokemon? No, but Alabama does have an affinity for just the characters. She sees them and knows what they are. I've never played Pokemon before. Uh, Nemo asks, uh, before the attack, who won the dance-off? Good question. I feel like Lana's routine got more of a response from the crowd. And given that that's the final answer, or that's that the crowd had the final say, I would say this time it was Lana. All right. Uh, uh, Tommy T. Hey, friend, this was the greatest of all time, in my opinion, means the belt, the best, sorry, all around performer. So guys like HBK, who are amazing in the ring, but only average when it came to promos, don't qualify. Whoa. So my question is, who are the five greatest performers that, while great, aren't in the conversation of being the GOAT? While great, aren't in the conversation of being the GOAT. I would say... Ricky Steamboat. So, like, this kind of... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. He was phenomenal in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always the guys that we talk about who never won, like, the, the WWE Championship. You have Mr. Perfect. You have Rick oh, Rude. Mr. Perfect's good one. You got Razor Ramon. Um... Piper, those are like four names that I would consider great, but not in the conversation for being greatest of all time. So there you go. Yeah. 
Next. Uh, <laughs> bronze grappling hook. Since SmackDown was named after The Rock's catchphrase, and WWE obviously got raw from you guys, what other catchphrases obviously. could be the name of a new show? Ooh. Wednesday night, baby. That's good. <laughs> Who else has like a... Oh, okay. It was something with brawn. Get these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. WWE get these hands. Yeah, something like that. That could be good. That could be fun. I mean, no, it'd have to be like their actual catchphrase would work for a show name. Yeah. Get these hands kind of kind of works kind of. a little bit. I mean, it's no less goofy than SmackDown. Oh, I know. If you think about it. Um, can't really use... Glorious Wednesday night. WWE is glorious. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Yeah, it could work. WWE, I hear voices in my head. <laughs> That's just lyrics, but still. I know. Um, what's another catchphrase? WWE's, you just made the list. <laughs> Wednesday night deletion. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Caleb won Morgan. Seeing Ty last night had me remembering the 2017 Rumble and how over he was during that match. And I feel like he has the potential to return to that level. What does he have to do to get back to that level? Who? Ty. Oh. Well, first be on TV. Second, maybe win a couple matches. Why He should. He really Third, should have been involved in, our... in a decent storyline. Yeah, but none of those things are going to happen without a repackaging of some sort. Well, he just cut his hair. A repackaging, man. You can't do a full repackage, but people love doing this. Do they really, though? They did. Do they really? They did. And was, then now they're Ty given... Ty is already a nostalgia act. Given no reason to do it because he's hardly ever on TV. He's already a nostalgia Yeah, act. kind of. I know. So, repackage Ty. No. No? You're not going to repackage him? No, I like the perfect 10. Well, what would he have to do then? Because none of the I stuff that you said... said well, that applies to everybody, though. Yeah. Anybody who's not on TV can do those basic things. But they're not asking that. You don't have any repackaging ideas for Ty Dillinger? Let's maybe do, instead of doing the hair like yours, part it to the side, coming back a little bit. Okay, that's that's going to do the trick right there. CM Punk finds it insulting. In kayfabe, what happened to someone from Raw when his money in the bank decides to cash in on Brock Lesnar on that same night when he's not there? Would they win the title via forfeit? No. I think your competitor actually has to be in the venue for, their, for a match to happen. And no match would be signed if yeah. Brock Lesnar's not there. Yeah. I think the best you could say is, well, I'm going to cash in next time Brock Lesnar's around. I, see, I wouldn't believe Ty for a heel turn. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's just not believable. He's yeah. got too kind of a face. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a parallel wrestler who actually had some success that I kind of think of when I think of Ty Dillinger. Because he has that everyman quality just with a weird haircut. And he never really demonstrated why he's the perfect 10. That was kind of my thing about him. It was like, it's kind of a generic thing. You know, an NXT, it's a good hook. Yeah, it is. In NXT, I think it was kind of, especially once he won that losing streak, it seemed like, all right, I'm not necessarily the perfect 10. Mm -hmm. That's what I aspire to be. That's how I kind of took it. Yeah, I mean, no, that's good. I, I kind of feel like he would need... Okay, so when they... And I have no idea. I have no, like, crystal clear idea. But when they did, when they debuted Mr. Perfect with those yeah, great video yeah, vignettes yeah. of him being perfect, you know? I feel like he would need something along those lines. He needs, like, a greater... 
he needs a greater grasp on the hook mm-hmm. of being the perfect mm-hmm. 10. So that's what it would be. Um, but in the end, I mean, it would be like, for me, it'd be just, you'd have to put on like perfect, re- that's what you do. Perfect wrestling matches. Somehow incorporate the idea of putting on perfect wrestling matches. Oh, that'd be good. And then he gets pissed off if somebody jacks up a move. He says, I don't want to get five-star matches. I want to get 10-star matches. <laughs> Star matches. There you go. So I try to answer the question. Uh, Richard Nason. Why do they have Joe McDaniel Bryan passed out instead of cast to advance a storyline with them for after Bay of the Bank? It all feeds in the Daniel Bryan story where he, he's still getting back into ring shape, essentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll lead to something. Assuming no one gets hurt. Uh, Steve Zodiac Killer. Oh, is that, is that Adam Nuttall? <laughs> I think it is. That's great. He's not my Zodiac Killer. He is the Zodiac Killer. Well, that was saying, I in your mind. It. In your mind, I proved it without a shadow of a doubt. You just have to figure out like the years that he was born versus the years of the the crimes I happened. I feel like there's going to be a massive. And gap as long there. as you figure that math out, I feel like there's going to be. A, it's just, just a matter of a pretty math. significant disparity. Anyway, the answer is question. Adam Nuttall, Zodiac Killer confirmed. When was the last time you got worked? Because I legit thought Cass was hurt. <laughs> They did a good job with that one. They, yeah, they did a damn good job with it. <laughs> did it? Let me ask you something. This is like not really related to this question necessarily. Did they expect people to like wonder about Roman Reigns more than they have with his, him being gone from Raw? Oh, I doubt it. Yeah, I think they just gave. They that didn't off. really mention it oh, on I the know. show. Yeah, it's kind of weird. He's supposed to be like, I don't know. Still bugs the crap out of me. They have so many potential, like, great main eventers. That's a whole other conversation. We literally had it yesterday. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chris K., do you think the reason they're not putting Daniel in the Money in the Bank match is because they're waiting for him to sign new contracts and they know what to do with him? I just don't think they, have a, they want to put someone with a history of concussions in a ladder match. That's my feeling. Especially, what, a month after coming back? A month and a half? Do you think that's the main concern? I don't know if it's the main concern, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a concern. I would, and for him, I think for his story they're pushing now, the path to the title would be more satisfying if he did it the traditional manner, either winning some sort of market contender match or ideally winning the Rumble, winning at Mania, yeah, versus cashing in Money in the Bank. I think, yeah, I think the uh, like I'm just trying to I'm trying to piece together what the main reason for him not being in Money in the Bank is probably because they. They they don't view him as sort of the obvious winner. I think what you're saying is probably partially true. Having him go a more traditional route. On the other hand, I don't want to. I I don't think that they over they they think about things that much. I think probably uh, it's probably like because him versus Cass is a relatively safe match to have, and it's it's also a spotlight for him as opposed to being in with a bunch of other, you know, like Braun Finn, a bunch of other really popular guys in that match. Yeah. Instead of being part of the crowd, he's get, he gets his own spotlight. Um, but also, it wouldn't surprise me if they wanted to kill a couple birds with that stone and keep him out of the match that might pose some danger to yeah. him. That wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Hoffman cometh. Other than an eclipse from the ladder, what other high spots do you want to see at Money in the Bank? How about Samoa Joe doing a muscle buster off the ladder? No! Oh, my God, do you want somebody to die? He, he doesn't do oh. the muscle buster anymore. It's kind of a bummer. I like that move. Yeah, me too. He did it off. He did a second rope one to fit in NXT in a cage match. Yeah. But off a ladder sounds horrifying. Yeah, I don't even know how you would do that. Me neither. 
Um, Steve Zodiac Killer says a coup de grace. That'd be good, but I fear that. Oh, we'll see that. Finn would break his ankles. It's not going to be off the top, but it'll be five rungs up Mm -hmm. or four rungs up. Yeah, we'll see that for sure. Get a couple ladders up there, have Miz do a skull-crushing finale off it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have we seen that before? I want to say we've seen that before. Maybe we have. I could see Big E doing like some variation of his finisher. All he does oh, yeah. is like bring him down like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I could see that. What's Braun gonna do from up on high? I can't really see him doing anything. He's scaling a ladder. It's probably to get that briefcase. Off it's gonna be more people falling on him from the ladder and, and catching him into catching. power slams. Yes, yeah. he'll probably power slam somebody into a ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a fun match. Oh, it'd be let great. me ask you this. What? So there's a lot of great talent in that Money in the Bank match. Uh huh. Will this be better? Will it be more fun or not as fun as the NXT ladder match? Hard to top that. Well, I don't think they're also, they're also going to give it 45 minutes. True. Yeah, true. So I think that's kind of a major thing. I doubt it'll be as fun, but I still think it'll be pretty fun. I think it'll be pretty damn fun. But you're right. I, don't, I think it's going to be really hard to top that match. That mm-hmm. match was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Let's do some trivia. All right, let's do some trivia. I have a card here, six questions. From the What Culture Wrestling Trivia Game. No, I thought we uh, what? had had this card before, but we haven't. Number one. One. The staging area behind the curtain in a wrestling arena shares a name with which primate? Well, gorilla, but it's, it's named as a gorilla monsoon. I know. <laughs> what was the name of WCW's Thursday night show? Oh, Larson. There's a storm coming. Steve is drunk, so it's time to watch Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Number two, what was the name of WWE's developmental territory prior to being NXT? It was Florida Championship Wrestling. Very good. Put a finger up. I did. I did. Luke Gallows previously wrestled in WWE under which name? Festus. Yes. Uh, Number three, Superstar Bio. Who was Bret Hart's first WCW match against? I'll say a dynamite kid. What? First WCW. Oh, match. sorry. I thought I said WWE. Uh, heard WWF. Sorry. Um, when he came to WCW, oh yeah, no. I'm trying to think. I'm here. I'm sad. He took from forever to wrestle. I'm gonna have a match against somebody. Who's it gonna be against? Mister Perfect. Uh, Kurt Hennig. No, good guess, but Ric Flair. No. Kind of surprised at that one. Would have figured there'd be a build to that. Yeah. Uh, who managed Kai and Ty in WWF? Mr. Fuji? Yamaguchi-san. Oh. Uh, who won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at Texas Stadium on May the 6th, 1984? I believe that was Kerry Von Erich. Very good, and he did not hold it very long. No. In which year was NWO 2000 formed? Uh, 99. Yeah. Um... What was the advertised main event of SummerSlam 99 on August 10th of that year? This is a tricky question. Was the advertised main event of SummerSlam 99? Yes. On August 10th of that on year? August 10th of that year. So before the show actually happened, I would suspect they advertised it on this particular... That's a weird question. It is a weird question. So 99... 
Oh. That was the one that Ventura refereed. Correct. I believe. So it would have been Stone Cold versus Triple H? No. Damn. Well, this is a really tough one. Um, China being... had been the number one contender. Oh, okay. She had been the number one So it would have been China versus Stone Cold. Which would have been killer. I know. Why they, why would have been they, killer, man. Why didn't they follow through on that? Um, which former WWE champion's name literally translates as horizontal rope? I don't know. Yokozuna. Well, oh, okay. Um, at the time of the company's disillusion, what was the total worth of ECW's... Rem- this is stupid. I mean, there's no way you're going to get this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. At the time of the company's dissolution, what was the total worth of ECW's remaining merchandise inventory? It's a comically low number. $3,000. $4. Wow. It is comically low. Uh, who was the first wrestler to blow green mist into his opponent's faces? Uh, Muda? The Great Kabuki. Oh, interesting. I got three. Same. Okay, good it's job. A tie. We all win. Wow, we all win. Everybody wins. That's it for show. Good show. We get to win because we get to do lunch now. Yeah, well, we got post-show for the patrons, then we get to do lunch. Very good. Did you I'm bring a, a lunch or you, you need to get something? I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwich. I have to get something. I didn't bring anything today. I didn't have time this morning. Anyways, here we go. Outro music. Thank you, Hilton. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Leave us a comment in the comment section or on CastBox in the comments there. You might get a thanks friendo. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.